Hey, everybody. Welcome to Making Awesome. This is Chapter 12, Product Development Round 2, Momentum. Fight! Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Tad. Uh, somewhere is Grant and also Thomas. I am Thomas. to your right and Thomas is below me. That way. Um, you know, so now, now you got to go diagonal down to your right to poke Thomas. I, to your huh. right. To your right. <laughs> I don't Everything know directions you own now. is in a box to the right. <laughs> <laughs> the left. Uh, so the for, for those who may not remember from last time, uh, we went over sort of the beginnings of, of an inventing and what you need to do, you know, getting ideas written down, having a notebook, coming up with a game plan, you know, sort of the basics of your product. And then, you know, protecting the sort of nascent dream that you've created with a provisional patent. Well, and you um, know, that's all pretty important, but you know what's really important? Getting paid. Let's talk about today's supporter. That's 3D Musketeers, because it always is until <laughs> Joseph Prusa decides to give us some damn money. Joseph, <laughs> yo, hit me up, homie. We got to. Uh, yeah, at, we will advertise for you. The amount sir. of printers we have likely. I was about to say, we already you. do. So yeah, kind he of. Even... <laughs> we literally just did the auto fellatio Prusa episode. <laughs> but no, seriously, this episode is supported by 3D Musketeers. Uh, it's what's paying to have everybody here talking to you, and you get to have it for free. Think about it. There's no such thing as a free lunch. Um, mm -hmm. But 3D Musketeers is here to take your ideas and make them real. If you are an inventor, you don't know what to do. Reach out to us at 3D Musketeers and you can reach us at info at 3D Musketeers.com. It'll all be in the description down below. I apologize, Ted, for interrupting you so much, but I didn't want us no. to get too far before we reminded everyone in a uh, Linus Tech Tips style of who we are really caring about other than our loved ones and not spreading <laughs> covid am i right gentlemen you are oh, indeed yeah. don't right. you don't you go anywhere guys not until we got those vaccines out mm -mm. yeah e even when you do idea. stay the hell inside till it's proven yep. don't yeah. listen to moderna um, moderna 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 there's there's like two of them right now but yeah you know I yeah. actually had common stock in that company. I forgot about it. <laughs> Oxford, AstraZeneca, I think. Uh, no, one. Moderna. Pfizer. mRNA, I think is there. Anyways, irrelevant. Yeah. We're not talking yeah. about COVID vaccines today. We are talking about product development. Round two, fight momentum. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You like, so, you like the fight? <laughs> fight. Yeah, no, it's good. Um which fighting game was that that does that street fighter that's street, street fighter, fighter. Yeah. yeah um so today we're going to talk about a couple things but a good place to start is cad drawings right um so after at this point in your product development you've sort of gotten the bare basics figured out the skeleton and now you st you want to start getting a little more formal with this right so First of all, we should probably discuss what is CAD. Well, we did with an episode Tad. on that. Yes, CAD with, with Tad. Tad. <laughs> I, I, I can't do it, Grant. It feels weird. Uh, uh, okay, bird happy. Tad. <laughs> oh, we, um, we we did at least two or three bird happily jokes in that episode. I know Thomas, you were not <laughs> with us at that time, but that was actually a really good episode. That was before we had uh, Thomas on the podcast, and well, it shows. Um, you know, it, it wasn't a bad podcast, but it wasn't as sexy. Yeah. Not to say that Thomas is bringing sexy back, but it looks a lot better because of all the new branding stuff we have. Maybe he's bringing a little sexy back. I wish I could rock hair like you do. <laughs> Anyways, carry on. <laughs> yeah. So we're getting more formal with, um, conceptualizing this, uh, whatever yep. you're designing, right? So, you know, I would recommend, yeah, take a look at the what is CAD episode so you can kind of get the ins and outs of that. But but just uh, quickly, CAD is computer aided design, right? So depending on what you're making, that could take a lot of forms. Uh, 
for the most things, it's some sort of a part or device. So it's going to be 3D models, which is what I do. I make 3D models of things. Um, so that's where you're, you want to find somebody who will do that. Well, we so just so happen to do that, which is convenient. But, you know, whoever you go with, you want somebody who can do that competently, preferably uh, someone who's either, you know, a technical draftsman by trade or an engineer uh, like me to get it right. Um, because you'll start with your 3D model of whatever your thing is. And then to get it made, they're going to make it into 2D drawings, the engineering drawings. And that's what, you know, some factory that you want your product made at will need to see to be able to give you a quote. So, um, but if other things, there are, there are definitely like CAD programs for textiles and such, because uh, maybe you're not making some kind of a widget. You have, you know, clothing that you're trying to market. So there's a whole range of stuff, you know, or, or say even it's like architecture, then you get into Revit and all kinds of things. It's a, uh, it's a whole wide world of CAD. Yeah. I was going to say just from my experience, the important part about this is it's taking what your ideas may be and giving them really refined measurement mm. and a very specific blueprint so that anyone could pick it up and, yeah. you know, be able to effectively make it because <laughs> if you don't yeah. have you want someone experienced because if some of those things are even just a little bit off you're going to have huge issues because depending on the complexity of your product it might just not work because of yeah. certain measurement problems i don't think the so. dog could drink any louder um i don't hear her but you don't hear her at all anyway a little bit <laughs> uh so yeah, it's, it's basically like going, you're going from your napkin sketch that you had before to like Thomas was saying, blueprints. And it's very important to get that right. So yeah, like in, in my experience, as far as my design goes, you know, I'm never making anything that's the most that I make that sits in real world is, uh, you know, something that's like large scale print is mm -hmm. super important for us to be able to create something to scale because if it's not then it'll look yeah. completely wrong when it's actually blown up because stuff always looks you know different on a computer screen than in the real mm -hmm. world and that's where it comes into like we're going to talk about prototyping today right probably mm -hmm. okay yeah so yeah. same thing we do test proofs and prints over and over again to make sure that everything is right because it's an iterative process you know exactly so, and, and nothing it, is ever right the first time it, I, that's exactly what I was going to go with. It was if you think yeah. you're going to get it right the first time, think again. You got another thing coming. I don't know who did that song. Yeah. Just, got just don't even get those hopes up because you know it, it, the point is to kind of get things wrong because you're you're because working you'll learn out from this it. thing. Yeah. yeah. If it was right the first try, you'd already be rich. Yeah. We I, literally I had a customer today that I've been talking to for two weeks now, back and forth. He said, all right, I, I need some time to think about it. A week went by. He says, hey, I need these parts by Tuesday. It's $700 of resin printing. I said, there, there's no physical way we can have that for you. We have one machine in the color that you want. It's not going to happen. Two hours later, he emails me saying, hey, we just found an issue in our design. We're going to put a hold on this for now. See, there look how go. ready he was to jump he on that. He just saved himself seven $740 is what it was. Yeah. Like. $740. Yeah. People, well, that's, need, you need to double check things. From what I've learned about 3D printing, that's so interesting to me coming from a design standpoint is when we screw up a print, typically we're printing downscaled and on cheaper material a lot mm -hmm. of the time. And that's just what we do. Yep. Um, and very rarely do we get to a final print that we're printing the actual thing, full scale, full quality. Mm -hmm. And so it's interesting to me to see that they're overlapping a lot to have prototyping right. 3D printing because that's the cheaper, quicker proofing point if your part is going to be like cast in real something things or going to be made. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's awesome because that opens up the capability for people that do want to make cool stuff yeah. to be able to prototype it before yep. getting it way more you know, expensive prototypes in the actual material. Yeah. 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 So I think that's super cool from 
learning about this and how 3D printing is used in that way in the first place. Because, yeah, mm -hmm. cool stuff. Exactly. So you wanna you wanna um, not go to Fiverr or some other kind of you know slave labor site. Uh, you want to research some professionals, make sure that they have, um, well, you know, it's, it, I don't want to say accreditation, but uh, that their background. You don't background, want fly-by-night people. If you're paying $5 yeah. an hour for your CAD work, that's not either enough. you found a unicorn or you're dealing with someone who is not going to give you good results. And look, that, you know, they're making it in SketchUp or something. We have which... actually found a couple of pretty competent designers on Upwork. Yeah, we hired them. <laughs> Up, Upwork is a Upwork is a pretty decent site. Yeah, uh, depending because it it's a sliding scale, right? Like mm. better true, than some right? other places. Yeah, if you're paying less than fifty dollars an hour for CAD, you are likely getting screwed mm -hmm. somehow. Whether they're not going to give you all the documents that you need, you're not going to get uh, you know a known transfer of ownership. There's a lot of BS that can go on and. You know, if you're trying to save money, that's fine. Learn to do the CAD yourself. If mm. you are ultimately trying to save money, learn to do it yourself. And if you are interested in learning to do it yourself, you can join the Making Awesome Academy or the Making Awesome Institute. We haven't decided on a name yet. We own all the domains. Don't even bother. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, even bought the TLDs, the ones saying, oh, I wonder. No, nah, no, nah, got them. Got them. <laughs> Anyways, I'm sure someone's going to go there and be like, oh, you didn't get this one and, and, and get it. And uh, now we're going to have problems. But either way, uh, that's okay. I don't care. Uh, we are going to be building our own academy to help you understand this. And part of it will be, well, hey, I don't want to pay you. I want to do it myself. Yeah. So, okay. Well, and be, be our guest. You're more than welcome to. But... Um you run the risk of not having the expertise mm -hmm. to do it yourself. And then you come back to us anyway. But if you really want to put the time into it, there will be that resource for you to learn these things. And remember, if at some point you decide that it doesn't work, you know, we said you can do it on your own. You, you decide you don't like it. Then you can put our services to the test. Okay. Yeah. I Google the lyrics for Be Our Guest, and that's the third <laughs> lyric in it. That's what you're doing? That's yeah, your bit? I, yeah, I couldn't keep a straight face, so I don't. Oh, my God. But then it's like, tie a napkin around your neck. I I, I can't work that in here. It doesn't work for me. <laughs> Anyways, that that's a bad Disney joke. But yes, we wholeheartedly recommend that if you are trying to do this on a budget, do it yourself or try. The worst that can happen is you spend a couple of weeks learning CAD, you try to do it and you fail. And maybe you bring us something, something that you're missing some little stuff on, maybe some stuff that you're not. Yeah. It will get us further in the process than having nothing. And exactly. Chad, what is, when we are looking at building something in CAD for someone, we want lots of data. Now there exactly. is such the more, thing as too better. much. Well, there is such mm -mm. thing as too much. Oftentimes someone will come to us with like something that was drawn on, like I said, a napkin, a sticky yeah. note. I mean, if you something... bring us a thousand sketches of the same yeah. product, that's too much. But yeah. if you bring us 10 of different angles, maybe one of how it works. Different variations, perhaps, you know, something like that. Remember um, all this, it's build by the hour, right? CAD mm -hmm. time, design time is build by the hour with any place. The Some more of an idea will, you come to us with, the right. less we have to figure out. Some places will charge you flat rates. We are looking at moving into a more of a flat rate style where it starts at X amount and goes up from there, depending on what packages that you want um, or that it includes a certain amount of time. Hmm. But, you know, right now we do it purely by the hour. We give you an upfront quote. So there is no, you know, BS in the end. We're not begging for more money at the end. Although every now and then we do go, over and we do ask it happens it um, does there are there are you know uncertainties and things yeah and we will start offering payment plans so if you can't pay for it all up front uh we're gonna have the option you can utilize paypal credit 
and that gives you six months interest free. Uh, and uh, we get the money all up front and then you deal with PayPal, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, and so there are many ways for you to help finance this idea because truth be told, until you get into the hardcore um, like production, most of your money is spent on design straight up. We have a customer that their 3D print was $300 and now they did not do the design with us, but their design cost them $7,000. Yeah. We told them under no circumstances did they get a good deal. I mean, we, we I blatantly told them, you guys got screwed. You need a lawyer. They did not get anything nearly what they paid for. And that's kind of the deal, right? On the surface, the company that they worked with looked amazing, right? They look like yeah. a, a hardcore competitor of 3D Musketeers. But when we looked at the work that they were given, it was, that was a pile of dog shit. It was terrible. And I, I felt bad because. Yeah, it happens. Yeah, we, we're telling an inventor, hey, you spent a lot of money and we get Don't that. have much to show for it. Yeah. But what you have here is not seven grand maybe 700 and even that was pushing it because they they didn't they had an exploded diagram and they were told that they had a bill of materials they did not have a bill of materials the cad design did not include a circuit board and the product needed a circuit board it didn't include any room for wires or terminals or anything and yes while the board was very simple to do the five millimeter LEDs that it used, you can download them on GrabCAD for free and build a cheap board in CAD. And then I wouldn't have 3D printed things that didn't matter to them. And it just exactly that whole project has been a bit of a cluster. We're actually going to hopefully have them on as podcast guests, uh, which would be pretty cool for them to talk. It's going to be a good uh, review experience. Yeah. Yeah. I think I want to have them on after we do it here at 3DM. Uh, and then have them talk about the differences between the two companies. Yeah. But anyways, carry on, Tad. Sorry. Yeah. So if you, you know, you find your professionals to do this well. And, you know, I would definitely look at reviews if they have it available. If it's like a business with a, a Google page, you know. Um, Google reviews are your friend. Yeah. Uh, do your due diligence. Um and, you know, shop around for quotes, certainly. Don't just go with the first pe person who answers. Yep. Because you want to get a variety of of quotes so you know that you're getting a decent deal. Um, I mean, because how, how likely is it that all of them are going to be overblown, you know? Um, don't go with the lowest. Don't go with the highest. Go somewhere in the middle, probably. It's like when you're looking at something on Amazon. Look at the three-star reviews. Find people that's, that you'd like to work with, right? At the end of the yeah. day, you'd rather pay more to work with people that you prefer that are going to take the time of day to say, you know what? We're having an issue getting some some communication here. Let's do a live design. Let's jump on. Let's hang out. Let's get to know each other a little bit more. Yeah. But let's also do your design, right? Fit so, is very important. Oh, man. And we've had clients where we end up spending, you know, 80% of the meeting just chit-chatting because we enjoy talking to each other. Yeah. Um, and by the way, you don't pay for chit chatting. If you're wondering, yeah. people that are listening, they, we, we, we absorb that as just called the part of the cost of doing business because yeah. relationships matter to us. And that's what a lot of firms don't understand. Relationships are such a big deal here because it's all about trust. And if yeah. we were fly by night shysters, which I mean, there are those point, look at one point, we all start there, right? And we have to, we have to cut our teeth the hard way. Yeah. Um, you know, we we got better, right? I got better. Turned me into a newt. I got better. Uh, you Very pull small it out, rocks. We're pulling out movie references here. Monty Python on the Holy Grail. Great movie. Great oh, movie. so good. Old Not school. enough money for real horses. No, coconuts. Um, so where, were the, where the heck were we? We'd grip it by the husk. The husk. <laughs> no european uh, anyways um just on making sure that you find the right company right and right whether look you may find someone that you like more than 3d musketeers no hard feelings yeah but we means. would like to know why yeah if we're gonna give you all this help right now can we at least get a why if you think i talk way too damn much and i'm a little harsh 
you're probably right. Uh, but I'm not here to blow smoke up your ass. If you want smoke no. blowing up your ass, go Transparency to Transparency uh, is important to us. Yeah, go to like the invention help companies that are going to charge you 25 grand and give you nothing. They'll blow yeah. smoke up your ass. We're not going to. Well, and here's another thing. Uh, not all engineers are created equal. I say this as a mechanical engineer. Right. Some of us can talk to people, like actual people. And others, they may be the smartest people in their field, but they have no communication skills. It's sort of a trade-off. I don't know why. Um, it comes to the territory. So be wary of that situation. You may get very good quality work, but if it takes... If, if it's like pulling teeth, trying to get conversations completed, you're going to have a hard time whether the end product is good or not. So keep that in mind. Yep. You know, um, so I would say at, at this point, you know, you've, you figured out your, who you want to work with, you get into that process and they should, they should be able to guide you to the end of that process. Hopefully though. I mean, you're not going to be completely handheld. You need to keep, being engaged with it and uh, giving your input to get to the end of that process of getting your CAD done. Um, and then before you get into your prototype stage, it would probably be a good idea to address branding. And I will toss that to Thomas, our, our branding uh, maestro. That's what oh, I maestro. do. I like that. Oh. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I, we've talked about the importance of just branding in general. But Thomas, I don't even have a, a, a product yet. Why do we care about branding now? Uh, because if you want to be able to sell your product, people have to know about it. Blanket statement. And that's, but uh, I don't have any sales. I don't. People don't need to know who I am. I don't give a damn about the. I don't care about me. I care about the product. Mm hmm. Yeah, yeah, but if no one knows about the product, then we still have a problem. <laughs> but so branding is branding's expensive. I don't need it. That's what you think. <laughs> that uh if these are literally the things that we hear yeah. from our customers, okay? Yeah. I'm yeah. not it, I am literally quoting customers will not put their names attached to it because they'd be mad, but look, it's expensive for a freaking reason. It's worth yeah. it. Look, if you want to compete, then you want some sort, even at a very low level. Yeah. We're talking about like a very basic brand identity is making sure that you have a nice name for your product. That's not and just it's identifiable, weird, that it's identifiable, that you have some kind of like search engine optimization. And like, even at the very most basic level, like, a logo and maybe a color that you can yeah. give yep. to people to put on because you could have the I greatest think, product in the world but if no one can understand well yeah like, well look, yeah depending on you know the you know scope of what the product is i mean yeah. a lot of the time if it's a business to business product depending mm -hmm. on what it is sometimes you don't need really good branding yeah. but if it's consumer at any level you need you're gonna need like a website to sell the product to Again, depending on, on, unless it's crazy niche and mm. you're just going to be basically marketing it yourself by word of mouth, which is not, not impossible. super advisable. Yeah. Uh, you're going to want like, you know, a website that has a good landing page that says what the product is and tells your story. And a great way to do that is just have very low level identifiable branding that says, hey, I am this name. And we are these colors and we use this logo so that if someone sees it, they can start building a relationship with the product. And they the can be product. like, ah, I know that. That's that and thing. Your but investment Thomas, turns into, yeah, like a long-term thing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I have no desire to sell my product. I want a company to offer me enough money that I can buy a private island for myself and one for each of my kids. I don't need branding. <laughs> have you ever watched Shark Tank? <laughs> yes, I've watched Shark Tank. I want the Mr. Wonderful deal, damn it. I yeah, want so I want a quarter million dollars up front and 7% of, of 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 gross sales in perpetuity. Great. So how many but this is the thing, how many people have gone on Shark Tank that you've seen that don't have branding because they all do. Mm. Everybody that goes on Shark Tank at a, even at a lower level has something that looks appealing because you're not going to get investors and you're not going to get someone who's even going to purchase your product off of you unless it looks good to them. The it's only very example psychological, right? 
There's one yeah. example that I can think of on Shark Tank where someone had no branding and they got a great deal. It was the tree TP guy. The tree TP guy yeah. had no branding, but he had no, he was, it, it, it's uh, for farmers. It goes around the trunk of a tree to oh. help contain the water. Mm -hmm. Oh, I think well, I've seen that thing. He, yeah. He, everything that he did was word of mouth. Cause when you're a farmer, you know, other farmers and you don't have yeah. one tree. You're not you going to market that to the general public anyway. Right. So he had crap yeah. branding, but what he had, he had a story and his story is yeah. what his brand was. And that is did, the brand. He, did he think about it? No, no, he didn't. No. His story was, but his story was exactly, he had this problem. He went through it and he, I believe he got a crazy good deal. And now you can buy them at Home Depot. And um, again, that that happens. Now branded. Um, yeah. But if you if you invest early, even if someone here's the thing, it's it's a win win investment for you because right. if it does look good and a business says, "Heck yeah, we're buying that." Here's a million dollars. Products ours, and they take it from you. You don't got to deal with all the other stuff, and you just got a million dollars. Cool, you did it. You paid the branding for the branding, and mm -hmm. that's good. It's out of your hands now. In the case that that doesn't come along and you are now running this business, you have branding and you can start building an identity because without identity, people will not know about your product and you are going to have a much harder time down the line and you might get out compete. You know, people mm -hmm. will outdo you if they are better known. It's happened before. There's a crazy story about how uh, Oreo was branded better than Hydrox and it sounds better. But oh, it's effectively, oh, it's the effectively same the same cookie. They were, but and Hydrox was around longer than Oreo. Yeah, Oreo was and, the knockoff, and Oreos the knockoff of Hydrox. However, Oreo propelled oh. itself to the front of the market and sold way more cookies than Hydrox ever did because the branding of Oreo was just better. And it's just a cookie, right? As Hydrox. simple as a product you can get, but the packaging was better. They marketed to their market better. They just did everything better. So it sounds it, like a, it sounds like, like, a like a, like a medicine is what it sounds like. Yeah. It's awful. So, like hydroxychloroquine. Yeah. Oh, let's yeah. not get into that. That's so, awful. So a hundred percent, it matters. And I mean, depending on the scope of your, product again there's things to talk about whether it might not be worth it for certain people but mm -hmm. a lot of the time again if you are marketing to consumers at almost any level you are going to want some kind of brand identity because we also live in a media scape where everything's right. on instagram everything's on twitter and if you're not you're being you're being outdone by other people with similar products and you yep. won't be able to cut through the noise now thomas and, say yeah. you get to this stage where do you find branding? Oh, uh, I'll tell you. We do it. Thomas does it. I do specifically. It. Thomas, Thomas does it through 3D Musketeers. Yes. Okay. So we're gonna offer packages for inventors where branding is included. Branding is not cheap. We've talked about this before. And if you don't understand branding, we did three freaking episodes on it. What the hell are you doing not watching them? Exactly. Uh, where we look at how bad the branding is for making awesome. And then we redo it. And then we look at, uh, you know, we touch on the branding for 3D Musketeers. Uh, and then we redo it. And we actually uh, went to vote for the 3D Musketeers logo. And uh, we'll probably be announcing that first week of December, but pretty say, certain. Do we, have, we don't have results. We yet? do. Um, there is a so the, the result is number one. I mean that that it's been overwhelmingly for the top line, um, mm. but we had a couple people say that the top of the hat kind of looks like Mickey Mouse ears. So I would like to adjust that a little bit. So uh, we'll likely kind of merge the two, keep the brim of the top one, and uh, keep the styling of the bottom one for the main hat itself. So mm -hmm. it, it, it's pretty cool. I mean, it was uh, it was a pretty good idea because I would have gone with the bottom one. It, my as the owner, I would say I like the bottom one better, but oddly enough, that wasn't the right choice. The right choice, mm -hmm. according to the consumers, the people that would likely be buying our stuff. Now, mind you, those consumers happen to be my friends and family. And yes, that's actually the wrong way to do it. We don't have a lot of followers. Um, so if you are listening and you are not following 3D Musketeers on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, and all the other places that you absorb 
content via reverse osmosis uh, do that. <laughs> um, you can find us at 3dmusketeers.com, of course. But uh, anyways, Thomas, this it, branding is it's a big freaking deal. And I, I really, I can't stress it enough as someone who really thought, you know, honestly, they don't need it. They really don't need it until they have a product that's wrong. Right. And right. I'm look, I, I just admitted I was wrong. How many business owners do that? Zero. The answer well, is I mean, zero. even going to say, even, if you've ever seen an episode of kitchen nightmare, not many, even baking company oh (laughs) even think about the idea that people are more and more now in our you know in how the internet has evolved and how you know large media platforms have evolved people are kickstarting products uh, that are not finished because they need the money to even create a product Mm -hmm. all of these things uh, it's coming to people's attention that now more than ever, branding and some kind of marketing is incredibly important because you have to cut through the, you know, hundreds of million other people yeah. that are using any platform at a given time. Yeah. So, it's, it's funny you mentioned Kickstarter because I have seen Kickstarters in the past that they, you know, the pictures that they start with of what their product is change drastically from the beginning to the time of fulfillment. But what they're, you know, they're branding. If they, they have the branding. Fulfill. Yeah, if they and, even fulfill, they'll fold. Yeah, in in that, yeah, in that space, the branding stays consistent. It has right. a name. It has a because it has that's a what face, gets you through right? it. Yeah, yeah. So like, if you're going to be selling like some sort of food product, you know, yeah, it just as an example, it would be like, well, yeah, the food itself could change so many ways, but if the package right. looks the same. And the logo looks the same. People can still have a loyalty to that product. Indeed. I ordered chocolate from a place on Kickstarter. It was like like coconut chocolate or something. It was it was pretty good. Uh, their warehouse burned down midway oh through God. the cycle, and oh, so it took like crap. eight months longer. Oh my, it that's was such ridiculous. A, talk about a problem. Shoot. I was about that's to say so terrifying. It's about as bad as it could possibly go. And the worst part is, you know, the melting point of chocolate is so low. They didn't need a big fire to lose all their inventory. Yeah. So, but they still delivered. So it must have been insured or something. Was it good chocolate? It was pretty good. Some of it was weird, though. Why didn't I get any? uh, I wouldn't recommend it. (laughs) It was it was a thing I was trying on a whim. That one of the varieties they had was turmeric chocolate. Oof. Oh, it's why? A, it's an acquired taste. Why would I want? Because look, everyone knows turmeric. I mean, it's good it, for you. I say turmeric. Is that wrong? Turmeric, turmeric. Is it spelled turmeric? I don't know. T u m e r i c. I believe it is turmeric. You're right. I don't know. I no, it's t u r. T u r. It's turmeric. I think turmeric. I've always called it turmeric. Okay, that's like sherbet. Yes, it's sherbet? very much like the everyone calls sherbet. it sherbet. No, it's sherbet. 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 Look it up. S H E R B E T. Oh God, this sherbet. is a tangent to go on, but <laughs> I can't resist. Sherbet. Sherbet. Sherbert. Sherbert. You're right. <laughs> God damn all, it. How? I grew up calling it sherbet too, but there's no second R in it. Sorbet. Huh. I'm not stopping. Sorbet is probably less controversial because it's French. You mean sorbet? I will take. God. I'm taking. It's it's the Colbert report. I'm going to take that knowledge of the whole Sherbert thing and Mm -hmm. know I'm doing it wrong and just do it more. Are you unhappy with me? Are you unhappy, baby? Poor little Dogo. Give me toy. Give me toy. She's a good girl. It's okay. Give me the chicken. The chicken. Give me oh, the chicken. Man. She's got a chicken leg, like a drumstick thing. Uh-huh. And it is it is a little worse for wear, but it is probably the most uh durable toy she has. We need to find her a new one and get her a new chicken leg. Yes. She deserves it. Yes. Her and her wheezy self. I know. <laughs> Poor dog is always wheezy. It sounds like a bagpipe being squeezed when she growls at me. <laughs> You're not wrong. Anyways. 
branding and branding Branding, guys do take it seriously you don't look you don't you don't have to spend 20 grand on branding and certainly we're not going to make you do that but but find a qualified graphic designer right and again stay away from fiverr stay away look if you're if you're trying to ball on a budget i get it but at a certain point, you're trying to fund your future here. Yeah. You got you to gotta put gas into the car to make the car go. And if your car requires premium, don't put regular in it, okay? Mm-hmm. That's, that's an octane thing, and it causes uh, premature detonation and knocking. Yes. Yeah. And no, there is no pill to fix it. Mm-mm. You can't put Viagra in your gas tank. <laughs> oh, I'm sure that's... it's been tried. I think the Mythbusters had to have done that at some point. I I would be what shocked. What a great if they show that was. R.I.P. Grant Imahara, but what a great show. Oh, I was going to say that. that, that oh, what a loss. Adam Savage still does tested and is everything that I loved about Mythbusters without Jamie Heineman, which sucks. I did like Jamie Heineman. I know. Um, but I, I, honestly, I Grant was always my favorite. I mean, the namesake is there, of course, but yeah. Um, you know, that was always like a dream thing for me. But once you have your CAD, once you have your branding, what's next? It's prototyping. You got to mm-hmm. get it made. And here's the deal. If you are doing an app, this is where things change. Yeah. Let me be, it's not let the me same as physical too, stuff. Right. An app we probably can't help you with. We can help you with the yeah. branding on it. CAD is completely useless. It won't do you any good. Mm-mm. We can definitely help you with branding on um you know, your apps and your digital ideas, but uh, prototyping a digital idea is kind of tough. I mean, um, if it's like an app connected physical product, we can do the physical side. Well, That's yeah, true. We, are, mean, we you, are doing that. If you want to do an app, then you should go and find some qualified UI UX designers and mm. they can take care of all of those things for you. We don't do that yet. I actually have met a really awesome UI UX designer. She has absolutely zero time um she owns uh, her and her husband own your turn board game cafe in or it's your turn a board game cafe in zephyr hills florida they have over 1300 board games check them out i'm gonna give them a free shout out because they are awesome people we are gonna do some really cool things with them coming up here in the future and they have both dan and sarah the owners of the company have agreed to come on the podcast that will be a really cool uh group because dan is all about you know the uh, the people and sarah's about people too but her background is branding marketing ux and ui and she takes no crap from anyone she's awesome i love working with her but uh their shop's pretty cool that would be an episode where i would likely take a laptop to them Mm because you have to do it in their shop their shop is so cool the ambiance is gorgeous anyways prototypes freaking matter and the cost right everyone wants to know how much is it going to cost well we have a whole episode about what is what is the cost of 3d printing you can go check that out but it's going to vary. And I know nobody wants to hear that it's going to vary. Statistically, all oh, poor toy. Bailey. Toy. Statistically toy. speaking, the cost of your prototype okay. will be somewhere in the range of $200. Mm. Most expensive one we've done recently was right at about $2,500. Yeah. And that's so- just for 3D printing. And yeah. any extra accoutrement. So if it has any, uh, you know, electronic components or needs assembly mm-hmm. for some reason, all of that costs extra. We have we have an individual that is trying to get me to do two weeks of work in four days. Actually, I believe we talked about him on the bonus episode. Didn't mention his name and mm. may not ever listen to this. If oh, does, I know who this is. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to get us to do a ton of work in a couple of days. And then he also wants me to discount it $120. No, no. It's going to be the opposite. Thank yes, you very much. Actually, it's going to be. He said, well, how soon could we get it? I said, for the price you're getting, three weeks. And especially because next week is Thanksgiving. In yeah. four weeks is Christmas. Most businesses shut down two days before Christmas and stay closed through the new year because Mm -hmm. we got to get all of our crap together and keep our accountants from killing us. Yeah. But you know, it, it, 
prototyping is I don't want to say it's tricky, but it kind of is because yeah. you know it, it all depends on your product. If you're in apparel, there's a whole different world that you need to go into. Mm -hmm. I have gotten someone for apparel. We're going to bring him in. His name is Jack Miller. He owns a company called Pock IT. Uh, I believe we talked about him before. Um, if not, we're going to bring him on. He's a really cool guy. Mm -hmm. uh, but, you know, he came with this issue of getting prototypes for apparel. And there are not many companies that do it for a good price here mm -hmm. in the United States. And he, I believe he went to Pakistan to get his... Uh, initial prototypes that's one of the common places to get prototypes from that are um fabric based but mm -hmm. if you're looking for a physical part something that is made of plastic yes. or other thermoplastic materials 3d printing is a great option that is low cost and low volume 3D right. printing, yes, you can do hundreds of thousands of parts via 3D printing. It is not economical and you should not do it. And that is coming from someone that owns a 3D printing company. You should not do it because you're going to waste money. Oh, give me toy. Give toy. It's tough being her, man. It really is. She has the work. Oh my God. <laughs> Get out, Bailey. Sorry. It's okay. She's okay. She's our favorite guest speaker. He needs to go out. Oh, he go out. Go. 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 You can't complain and then not. <laughs> I have Never a mind. cat and does the same damn thing, okay? You can't complain and then not do anything. Yes, they can. And yes, they do. <laughs> she just complains for the hell of it. Yeah, um, that's okay. But, but it, yeah, as you're saying. is awesome for this. You know, Think of a custom part, right? To get it injection molded, you're going to spend, let's call it an even 20 grand on the mold. That's right. not unheard of. And that's you're not even counting the cost of the year, you know, how many minimum order quantity. Oh, we're getting to that. Yeah. 20 grand for the mold. Okay. You have your MOQ, your minimum order quantity, which is normally 10 to 15,000, if not more at maybe a dollar a piece so you're now mm. in let's call it thirty thousand dollars for good math mm. and you may not do it in the united states so then you got to pay for either the slow boat to get it cheap or the air cargo to, and pay a ton of money all of that will add up to 35 to forty thousand dollars minimum for production a 3d print might run you 150 bucks yeah and, and the thing is 10 of those made for a grand. If you're yeah. nice, maybe we'll hook you up and give it to you for a grand. Well, and see, and, that's uh, the good thing because you, at that stage, you should be prepared for things to change just because you're making the prototype doesn't mean you're yep. everything's finalized. Yep. And the 3d printing is not hundred percent accurate. If you have a smaller mm -hmm. part, resin printing is awesome for it. And you can get you stupid, accurate parts for pennies on the dollar comparatively. When you look at your, your break-even point, right, you're at 300 3D printed parts on something that's $100 each before you start to even touch what it could cost to get one, technically one piece, because you have to buy the 10000 to get the first one. Um, made via injection molding. So if you do, let's say you do 10 and you do like a focus group or something like that to see, all right, do people like this? Is this going to work? Does it do what it says it's going to do? When you have all of that and it works together, 3D printing serves and solves a really, really tough thing here. Um, it, 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 it's a gap that was previously unbridgeable or you'd have to spend a lot of money to get something like five axis CNC milled, right? To get exactly. the quality that you were looking for. And yeah, you're not going to easily do that. 3d printing fits awesome here. And we highly recommend it. Of course, making awesome is always supported by 3d musketeers. Eventually we might have some other uh, sponsors and supporters, but right now it is supported by 3d musketeers and, you know, 3D Musketeers, that's one of our core competencies is 3D printing. You can see behind me if you are watching on YouTube. Uh, there are There's a wall of 3D printers, and there will be until we decide on a new location coming soon, uh, which is going to be pretty awesome whenever we decide <laughs> to pull that trigger. I might have a different option here. So it's been pretty cool. I, I, I've been learning a lot these past couple of days. But, um, you know, it it's... 
it's important. Prototyping is important. And you might say, well, if I don't get it right the first time, I'm throwing money out. No, you're not. You're actually not. Because if you spent the $30,000 and got it made in China, shipped over to the United States, and you get it and nothing fits, well, that sucks to be you, homie. You now have mm. 10000 of something that it's you useless. paid $30,000 for that is now legitimately useless. We always help people out by figuring out their break-even points. So, you know, let's say your break-even point is 1,000 units. When you get close to the 200 mark for 3D printing, we're going to say, hey, look, now is the time to start thinking about an injection mold. If you are selling these routinely, you're selling them all the time, now is the time to think about an injection mold because you have mm -hmm. a consistent business. You're going to be able to launch what you can call the V2. That's more professional grade 3d printing is professional grade to some extent but yes the plastic can look and feel a little bit chintzy sometimes depends on the part and it also depends heavily on the color some colors look like garbage some colors look great it, it all truly does depend and um you know obviously we believe 3d printing is one of the good options but there is also like resin casting there is uh, like wood carving, there's lathe work. So it will depend on your physical product. Uh, resin casting is a great way if you have a smaller product or you have the ability to resin cast large stuff um, to do short run manufacturing very quickly without the cost of 3D printing upfront. So you can get right. one or two 3D prints, use those for your masters, make your silicone molds and then pour into part epoxy resin. Um, great resources there. We should do an episode on that and why I, think a I lot personally, of props are made that way for movies. They are. They are. I personally hate it. I am bad at it. And <laughs> I just had some bad experiences. We don't have a good space to do it here at 3D. Well, it's messy. I did it outside. And in Florida, ambient humidity is always over 70% because we hate ourselves. <laughs> um, so instead, it took longer to kick. It was thicker than I expected. Uh, it, we had a lot of problems with it. So um, wasn't my cup of tea, unfortunately. Uh, and uh, instead, we made a great relationship with somebody local who does it. And, uh, you know, we just send business right to them. Uh, and, you know, we were only going to hit three topics, but uh, we've got a little bit of time. I want to touch briefly on market validation. We're going to talk more about it next episode. Um, mm. Market validation is really important here because if you make a product and you don't test it and you try to, let's say you, get, you try to get investors or you try to sell it, you might find very quickly that your product has no market. And just because you're solving a pain point, just because you're solving something that bothers you does not mean it's something that somebody else is going to buy. And we've had to explain yeah. this to more than one of our customers and say, look, we think you have a really cool idea, but we're not certain it's something people will pay for um, because the problem is not problem enough. It's too niche. It is too niche or they don't understand it, right? One of the biggest problems we have here with 3D printing, it's why we get so much pushback. People don't understand it. That's why we're doing this podcast to help people understand what 3D printing is, what we do here at 3D Musketeers, get them knowing of our team, right? So mm -hmm. that, um, you know, everybody kind of knows us before we go places. Yeah. And we hope the, the education really aspect of it is very important. Indeed it is. Indeed it is. And we want to be straight with people and it's tough, right? Part of the Making Awesome Academy or the Making Awesome Institute, whichever name we use, is going to be a full uh, class on doing a SWOT analysis, strength, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. That comes straight out of my Business 101 playbook that I have since I was in college. But it's very important, something that a lot of people miss. And we will, once you have that done, review it live with you so that we can talk about some places that we see issues, some places that we think you really hit the nail on the head and potentially say, you know, a threat. I don't really know if that's a threat. I actually think it's more of a strength. So really, really cool opportunity there. But market validation is important. Um, if you think you have a product that's going to sell 10 million units, and it does, maybe you got lucky. 
but maybe you did your research, you had good branding, you had a good CAD model, you had a good prototype. See, bringing it around, bringing it around town. Is that a SpongeBob reference? I think it's a SpongeBob. Yes, reference. it is. Yes, it is. It is. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Yep. So, <laughs> God, that got me so far off. Oh, well. You ate my only food. And now I'm going to starve. Oh, see, I don't know SpongeBob. You don't know that reference? You don't know that SpongeBob one? No, no, I don't. But that's okay. This is what it's all about, though. If you have a market and you know it and you can prove that they're going to buy it, you're golden. (laughs) If you don't, you're going to have a huge problem. Be careful. Right. very careful we're going to talk more about it in the next episode let's wrap this one up a little early boys it's funny because uh i expected this one to run a little long i expected the bonus episode that we filmed earlier to go to short be shorter and, and it's completely kind of even that's okay though we covered the topics that we came here to do this is all about building momentum for your brand for your product and for getting sales um the next episode we're going to dive into a little more of the patenting market validation production and kind of a weird one distribution Uh, and we'll touch a little bit on the pass on or sell if you're going to hold on to it or if you're going to sell it Uh, keep an eye out for us we hope i guess this episode is going to come out right after thanksgiving so we hope that you had a wonderful thanksgiving if you are in the united states if you are not I don't know what holiday, but we hope you had a great whatever weekend. Sure. Uh, Have a great week. And as always, call your loved ones. Let them know you love them. You never know when that time might change and you won't be able to call them anymore. So uh, make sure you reach out to them. Uh, We appreciate you guys hanging out with us, learning a little bit, making weird references with the rest of the boys. And uh, we hope to see you soon. Take care out there. Keep making awesome. As always, episode is sponsored by 3D Musketeers. Have a good one. Thank you.